two men who warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Thanks for being with us. 26 and a half years uh, banging out Rick and Bubba shows one after another. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba all here. And welcome back for another hour. Bill Bubba Bus. Hey, buddy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. And Rick, longtime friend, glad to see him again. He looks like he's doing well. Andy Andrews. Andy, Andy how are you, Welcome back, sir? buddy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We just had audio. Great setup. Me. Oh, okay. Here we go. There, there you go. we go. Hey, Andy. How there you doing, go. buddy? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Fired up and ready. I mean, ready to go. Uh, you know, Andy, Man, I, I lay awake. I'm excited at, to be here. I lay awake at night. I do sometimes. And I think to myself, Lord, please let Andy write another book. And I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it, Andy, have you ever had writer's block? <laughs> ever? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, do, I don't have writer's block because I cut one in the woods and I keep it right over there. Yeah. I, 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 I let the writer's block stay over there. Well, I, sometimes I, sometimes I, I have a tough time sitting down writing because I'm so ADD. There's only about 20 or 30 things I can think of I would rather do than sit down and write. So, Well, and you know, it's one of the things that, uh, that, that people may not know about you. If you've ever seen Andy live, you realize you know, it's, it's, it became mod. I don't know why. I've noticed everybody claims to have ADD now, but then there's people who really have it, and that's Andy. I mean, if, if you think you have ADD, go watch Andy. Then you'll think, now you know what I really don't. I, I, I thought I did. You know, when when I went, my my son, my youngest son, has it, and so we went to the doctor with Adam, and because the teacher said, I think you might need to get him tested. So we went, and this was like years ago, and had him tested, and so the doctor saying, well, yes, he has this, and and I'm sitting there thinking, God, that that sounds. I, I have that. And then he's thinking, yeah, he, and he also does this. And I'm thinking, well, I'll do that. And so finally I said, hey, you know, these things seem very familiar to me. I, I seem to have. He said, oh, yeah, I spotted you when you walked in the room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, every time back we used to be on Turner South, people all over the country and, and on YouTube, I, you know, the, it, it's now the same thing. People used to diagnose us all over the place. They'd send me emails. You, you really need help. You, you really do. I'm, I'm in, I'm in this, and I'm watching you. But, uh, but one of the things. But I, I was, I was actually reading up on all things Andy uh, over the weekend, getting ready to chat with you. And, and I, I saw You're that where, bored, huh? No, no. I, I saw where you said some people, you know, they they write because people say, okay, you, you, they're inspired. And you said you have to write because it's all. You just have so much. I guess pent up energy. It's it's therapeutic for you to write. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know, in the, the for a while the publisher was saying you got to have one a year. You got to have one a year, and I'm like, I don't, I haven't learned that much, and so I didn't. But but finally, I feel like I've learned enough that I can kind of continue to write because I I always think you know I don't want to end up you know how we all have people that where well, there's the ADD. But, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you know how we all have people that we read their stuff and you go, do you read them? Ah, I used to really. Why don't you anymore? Well, because it's just kind of the same thing. And I didn't want to start doing the same thing over and over again. So, you know, I, I, I really feel like I need to learn some, I'm, you know, cause I do stories with principles ingrained in them. Well, and, and it's good the way you write because I'm that way, uh, you know, cause I didn't start really reading too much later in life. Uh, you know, it was probably, I don't think I started really sitting down and reading anything till I was, you know, 
plus forty years old. Uh, the last thing I remember I was reading, older too. yeah, the last thing I remember reading was where the red fern grows. Hmm. And then I attempted to do a book report on True Grit, but I wrote it about the movie and got an F. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> but uh, but it, it was something to see you with that easy reader at thirty. Yeah, it was. was uh, yeah. But anyway, one thing though, you're right, especially those of us that have this little bit of we struggle to pay attention. If I ever get a sense in a book, yeah, I know where this is going. And it drives my wife right. crazy. She goes, how many books do you have strode all over the house that you're a quarter of the way in, halfway in, and you've given up on? I said, well, once I think I know what they're trying to teach me, I stop. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know right. where this is going. And I'm not saying that's always the case. So, yeah, you have to be careful for somebody like me and you and others to go, oh, yeah, he's, he's taught this before. I, I, I know where this is going. Right. And part of that is why I do stories, because I, you know, if, if you do a nonfiction book, you can, you kind of, you know, you kind of think, wow, this could have been an essay, but they turned it into 200 pages. And, and so I want to do like stories, because I, I think people need fiction and nonfiction, because I think nonfiction gives you facts, and fiction gives, it will fire your imagination in a way that facts never can. And so you have an advantage in the marketplace if you're getting the same facts that maybe some other people are getting, but you have an imagination that can use those facts in a different way. And so I, you know, I have fiction and nonfiction kind of the same book. A lot of it's true, but a lot of it's story. Well, let's talk about it. So if, if you're familiar with Andy Andrews and, you know, you have these different series, you got the Traveler series and you've got the Noticer. Now this is, this is now the trilogy, right? The third one. In the Noticer right. series, and we when you introduced everybody to this character, just Jones. So the Noticer doesn't travel. Well, the Noticer <laughs> can travel, and the, but traveler, the traveler doesn't notice. No, he does notice. He does. Yeah, notice. but but not like the the yeah. Noticer notices. <laughs> right. So the but, the Noticer notices more. Yeah, and the, and this yeah. just this just Jones character, you know, go back to this this game you play with this. You're factual, but yet you're fiction, and sometimes I'm, I'm trying to find figure out is just Jones. This is a real person. Yes, but no. Uh, so. He was a he was a real guy, you know. When my parents died when I was uh, nineteen, yeah, you know, both of them died in the same year, and I made some bad moves. And within a couple of years, I was living on the beach down here and met this old guy. And you know, he was like the first old guy, first person ever to really tell me the truth about myself. And he said, yeah. just you know, some amazing things that I've been unpacking for 30 years. Uh, you know, one of the things, and this is in the book, one of the things he, he said was, you can't believe everything you think. And it took me a while to get it to understand that. But I, I, I understand now that, you know, sometimes we get stuck into this certain thing. And, and as he, he explains in this book that you, you have boundaries and rules in your life that you set you know, years ago, according to what you understood and what you knew, and they were really appropriate. But as things have changed, if you haven't changed with them, you know, a lot of your rules and boundaries are obsolete. And he said that, uh, you know, do not cross the street by yourself is a perfect rule for a certain time in your life. But there comes a time when that rule should become obsolete. So, it, it, Just Jones, the last time that, that we left the Noticer series, Just Jones has, has, has been gone seven years. Is that right? And then, yeah, and, and, then this, and this book starts back, and you, in the book, you haven't heard anything from him for seven years, right? Right, right. And that's, that's the way, you know, he'd show up, and so he shows up in Orange Beach, and, and uh, or actually he shows up, he's in jail. 
Because that's that's the it, first the book. I get a call in the middle of the night, and I tell my wife as I'm leaving. I say, "Well, you know, good news, bad news. Uh, apparently, Jones is back in town, uh, but evidently, he's also in jail." So mm, that's part of the story as to why he was briefly incarcerated. Yeah, and we don't want to give the whole the whole book away, and it's it's available on audio, and of course, to be able to read it. Although today, today's the big day that that it launches. Yeah. And yeah, today's the day, and you know you guys are in it, right? Uh, well, that that's the rumor we keep hearing, but but uh, <laughs> that that, right. that shows up where because uh, <laughs> all right here here's yeah, we need the clarification. Time, yeah, all right. Let me just tell you this, and this kind of, this is kind of a funny story. The first time you show up is page one fifty six. Okay, okay, but then uh, and the, and you know I'm a character in the book because I'm watching all this happen in Orange Beach. There's this woman that everybody hates. There's this 13-year-old kid that everybody loves, this redheaded kid, and everybody feels like he's getting away with a lot, but they don't know what a lot is because they can't catch him at anything. (laughs) But these pranks in the town are are they're ramping up. These pranks are getting crazier and crazier and crazier. And so the first time that you guys show up, I'm riding along and I'm listening to – you know, as I drove from my home to the wharf, I'd listen to Rick and Bubba on the radio and realized that Blair Houston's beloved star of Texas, having been stolen, was still news from Nashville to the Gulf Coast and from Tallahassee to New Orleans, north to south, east to west. Uh, Blair Houston was obviously making a big deal out of it being gone, but frankly, I didn't care. So this this woman has moved in from out of state, and she's flying a Texas flag and got a star of Texas, and we all just hate her. (laughs) But but here's the part where you guys show up, and as I was doing the audio book, you know, I'm doing the doing the thing for Audible, yeah, and. And there's characters in the book. And so as you're reading this, there's a lot of real life characters. And so I just kind of try to do their voices. I noticed that. A lot of- I was going to bring that up because I listened to some of the clips from the audio book. And I, you're not just reading it straight. You actually, there's sound effects and you start doing different voices for different people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've done all these books and I, I love doing these voices. But then I come to Rick and Bubba actually with dialogue in the book. And these are my friends and I kind of know what they sound like. And so oh all of a sudden I'm in the studio and I've got this choice. I mean, and so uh, here, here is kind of what I did. Uh, camera crews from, cause they're at this, we are all gathering at the site of this massive prank that has been played on the town. All right. So hang on, involves- let's stop right, let's stop right there. Cause I want to do a break, come back. So you're, okay. you're going to attempt right now for the audience to, to do the inflection and the voices of Rick and Bubba Rick commenting. And Bubba. Okay. And and, I, and you'll notice that in the audio version of this. <laughs> yep. So, so yeah. it is called Just Jones. It is the third book in the Noticer trilogy, and it is available everywhere today, audio or in print. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour, we're talking with Andy Andrews. Andy Andrews, uh, writer, speaker. He's he's done it all. He hosts the Blue Plate Special. Which juggles is, on the side. Juggles on the side. Yep. Uh, you can find out everything you could possibly ever want to know about Andy Andrews. We got the links at rickandbubba.com. Uh, maybe you're new to Andy Andrews. Maybe you're like us. You've known him, but we want to talk about the Just Jones, which is the brand new book that's uh, it's available available today. 
uh, audio and in print, everywhere books are available. And uh, But uh, Andy was making a point in the break right before he's about to do his, his impression of Rick and Bubba, and that is that you don't have to have read the two other noticer books. You know, you may be thinking, well, I, I didn't read the other two in the trilogy, so I'm not going to know what's going on. Just Jones, which is the name of the new book, it stands alone. Yeah, it yeah. definitely does. And I, I did not know, honestly, when I was writing this a year ago, I didn't know that our world was going to be in the situation that it's in now with this just uh, upheaval and anger. And, and, uh, and I didn't, and, and, but the book is the theme of it. You know, you kind of find out the characters throughout it's finding peace. You know, there's even a peace table that Jones, they, they start calling it the peace table because Jones have having coffee with people in the mornings, you know, Oh, this is the, this out. is the very mysterious 400 pound table. That's yeah. Not, that's now in Jones's yeah. new five and dime and nobody knows how it got in there. <laughs> that's yeah. exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So we but find man, out what, what that's about. I really think this book will bring people, you know, it'll bring people some uh, amazing hope and peace. And, and so let me tell you, let me tell you about the audio thing when I was doing you guys. Okay. All right. So, so we make, okay. we make two appearances in the book. Is that correct? Two appearances in the book okay. and you have dialogue. Okay. Yes. All right. So, okay. Yeah. So, so there's this, the, when at the, at the big point in the book, these, these pranks have just ramped up. And so now. It does sound like this. Yeah, now this uh, a huge one has happened, and uh, the FBI has been called in, and it's just crazy. And so, in any case, so so this is what I'm listening to. Um, the camera crews from two television stations were set up on the lawn. The teenager gave them wide berth, but wondered who they were interviewing for this story. Through conversations with several of the locals, Ollie learned that Rick and Bubba had talked about the tire pole on their syndicated radio show. Apparently, a listener had called in during the 8 o'clock hour with the news. Bubba asked for a picture, and in minutes he was on the air describing the photograph of the flagpole that had just come in on email. Rick, he said in his inimitable voice, this is a work of art. But if I am not mistaken, this is the same Blair Houston Monroe whose star of Texas was stolen from her front yard. First her star, now this. It has become spectacularly apparent that somebody has it in for this woman. First the star, now the tires on the flagpole, Rick responded. Bubba, oh. does anyone need to point out how much actual physical labor was involved to pull this off? <laughs> I think you're right. Somebody down here does have it in for, but I got to say, it's been my experience that when a person gets this kind of attention, they have done something to deserve it. Wow. wow. Andy, look at you doing it. Oh, <laughs> so, so the audio book, a version, you'll have Andy doing an impression of Rick and Bubba on the air. Well, thank you for including us. That's in. very good, uh, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, pretty good. Uh, uh, well, you know, so funny. That's 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 right, Andy. How funny. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, the book is is out, and uh, this is what I don't I don't know um, if if anyone um, this thing where you say you do half real things, half fiction. 
You're right. Is that so the do Defense you, Department will clear it, Andy? Yes. Is, that, is that what well, this is? Do you, do you know that I've actually, we can't find anybody else who's had this happen to them, but I had one book that it went on the New York Times bestseller list in fiction. At the same time, it was on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list in nonfiction. Yeah. Yeah. At the now same that's, time, that's kind of hard to juggle, isn't it? And he can't do that. To yeah, people. they can't do that. To and people. even you know, even when I I wrote the Traveler's Gift, which is like a time travel book, right? The publisher comes to me and says, "Okay, so we're putting this. We're like this is nonfiction." And I said, "Really? I said, <laughs> yeah, we're putting it in nonfiction." I said, "Oh, think with me here. A guy goes back into time and <laughs> is at Gettysburg with Lincoln. That's nonfiction to you." <laughs> <laughs> like they've come to some great revelation. Tell right. you, we've looked this over, and we're thinking. So, but, I mean, these are things that this That's person funny. who was actually in your life, these are things you learned, but then you're you're wrapping some things that you really did hear and learn around things right. that, that you're also saying are fiction, right? It, it's, it yeah. really is a, a mix. Yeah, exactly. And he's, you know, he is teaching – and there's principles, and, and you guys will recognize some specifics. There are some people who will recognize some specifics from their lives and will be able to use these books, you know, for friends uh, in, in special ways. And so, um, it, but Jones is, he is he's teaching, you know, and, and of course he taught in kind of a smart aleck way. I remember <laughs> one time, you know, taking a dare and jumping off a, the tuna tower of a boat and hitting the edge of a dock, scraping my side. And I was griping about it and walking down the beach with him. At one point I said, I said, man, well, you know, things happen for a reason, right? He said, yeah, but sometimes the reason is because you were stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a reason. Yeah. That is yeah. a reason. All right. When we come back, we have a special offering. Yeah. For the Rick and Bubba audience, and we'll continue to talk with Andy Andrews. So, and Andy, I don't know how your grapefruit trees are doing. Yeah, and we'll check in with uh-huh. Andy's grapefruits. They, as well. they either got your names on. Yeah, <laughs> Andy Andrews, the new book, Just Jones. Uh, again, it stands alone, but it is part of the uh, the Noticer trilogy. Uh, it is available everywhere books are sold, and we'll give you an opportunity just because you love Rick and Bubba to get something special from Andy Andrews. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. daily that common sense is a superpower american heroes rick and bubba 35 minutes now past the hour i do want to point you uh, it's kind of like andy was talking about with this book not knowing what was to come you know hellofresh.com they were just putting together you know a meal a planning um, business that would have uh, you know the grocery shopping done for you send the recipes with everything you need to make meals right to your door uh, they were doing this long before everybody said, you know, this COVID thing, we need to minimize how many times we go out and get, and get in there with a lot of people. So HelloFresh.com was already doing well with the show. Well, of course, now it's exploded. Uh, and uh, and it is it is wonderful. Their chefs put together all the recipes. You pick the ones you want for your family. They ship them to your door. They can do it contact-free if you prefer. And then each individual bag has everything you need, the recipe and the ingredients. You're still cooking. You're still making the meals in about 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, you're still sitting down with the family at the table, but going out and having to do the grocery shopping and having to think, all right, I, what am I going to cook tonight? What are we going to do? All that's already done for you. In today's times, uh, look, this uh, you're also saving. 
you save about 40% on what you would uh, do if you went out and did the shopping yourself at the grocery store, and you get about 25% um, less food waste because everything is put together uh, for the size of your family the way it should be done without you having to, to guess. It takes all the guesswork out, and these meals are fabulous, and there's so many to choose from. Their chefs have put together America's number one meal kit, and if you go to HelloFresh.com right now and use the code Bubba, we'll get you $80 off in free shipping on the first order. So if you haven't tried it, Go ahead and use the code Bubba and let the savings begin. HelloFresh.com. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. So we're talking to Andy Andrews, his new book, Just Jones, out and available today. But, Andy, you are trying to, once again, spoil the Rick and Bubba audience. So we've got a special opportunity with Andy and the Rick and Bubba show. Since Rick and Bubba, we appear in this book twice, even with Andy doing an impression of us (laughs) on the audio version. Uh, so if you will purchase a copy of the book, Just Jones, first of all, I mean, we're asking you to do something that you want to do anyway, so it's not like we're begrudgingly say, well, if you'll tolerate Just Jones, uh, you'll enjoy the book. Uh, it, it, it'll speak to you. Andy's a tremendous writer. If you've never read his work, he's really good at what he does. And then you just want to send a photo or a screenshot, a, a photo of the screenshot uh, of, uh, of your receipt, and you're going to send it directly to Andy, andy at andyandrews.com. So you get the book. Take a photo of it, screenshot it, uh, and and then then you send it Andy at andyandrews.com. Uh, you'll you'll have a screenshot of the receipt. You need to show that you made a purchase, so be sure the receipt's included. And then he will give you access to download a four hour audio series, uh, which is him talking to you about becoming a noticer. Now, normally you go to iTunes right now; that's available, but it's fifty bucks. But if you just get a copy of Just Jones and you send your receipt to Andy. Uh, then you're going to get this four-hour series at no charge to you. So there you go. Uh, and uh, so so look for that uh, by going to uh, wherever you get the book. When you purchase it, get a copy of the receipt, give us a screenshot of it, send it to andy at andyandrews.com, and you'll have free access to that four-hour audio series, Becoming a Noticer, that you'll love as well, and that's a $50 value. So there you go. Any help of throwing a grapefruit in, Andy? <laughs> Uh, well, always for you guys. Always, we get we you know the boys go out and put Rick and Bubba's name on specific grapefruits. Make sure you guys get the best. Well, thank you for that, Andy. So here you are in in your studio. You know, it, did we ever think that all of us would develop? Hey, I got to have my Zoom set up. I got to have yeah, I got a Zoom room. This this COVID world, Andy. Uh, you know, we're in the same boat. Our golden ticket seats have been empty for months. Uh, we do a Wednesday Bible study here. We usually have about anywhere from 35 to 50 men in here. That's been empty. You're talking into cameras now. You can't get in the room with people. If you do, they reduce it down and spread everybody out, which, let's face it, is not, 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 not the best atmosphere for somebody who's speaking to a crowd. What, what has this been like for you? It, it is definitely different. You know, the, the, we had the Great Depression. I think this is – this will be known in history books as the great hunkering. We're all, we're, we're hunkering down. So this could be the great hunkering. Yeah. And it is, it is odd, you know, cause when, when it happened, obviously, you know, all the speaking engagements got canceled. And, and at first, you know, I, we had just opened this studio down at the wharf at orange beach. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, cause we have a place where people can come in and, and we got, I've got my, uh, Andy Griffith show memorabilia and just a bunch of stuff in here. People can see, and of course, you know, nobody can come in. And, right. 
<laughs> and so, but I, but you know, we have a history down here with uh, hurricanes and the oil spill, a, a, an actual community history of having things happen that we have to figure out. Okay, what is good from this? What can we take from this? How can we turn this car? And and so we saw it with the oil spill. You know, there were charter boat captains that went out of business. They just quit. They just said, you know, well, we can't fish. They won't let us fish. And then there were charter boat captains that said, man, there's tourists coming down here like crazy who want to see the oil, and the National Guard won't let them on the beach. And so they started charging them 20 or 30 bucks, piling them in the boats and going, okay, ladies and gentlemen, if you'll look to your left, you'll see some oil. Over on your right, you'll see some oil. And, and you know, they that turned you gotta into you gotta the dolphin tours. Yeah, that now they do dolphin tours because they're like, gosh, it doesn't cost us anything in fuel. You know, the weather doesn't bother us, and we don't, you know. So you'll find a way. You'll find a way. Every time this, people say that something is, this is the worst thing that could have happened. Well, not for everybody. Yeah. And the ones who have adapted to it have done done quite well. And how, how many have you gotten in front of a people in the room much at all there in the, since nope. March? I have not. I have not. And and so we, you know, Matt and I here in the studio one day we 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 said, well, what about this? You know, the Facebook thing, and you know, we've got the the podcast, the professional noticer. But we thought, well, what about the Facebook thing? And I said, let's just like, can we go on and just see how this works? So we we, we didn't announce anything, and all of a sudden, people are coming out of the woodwork. So a couple of times a week, in the middle of the day, we do what we call the blue plate special, and we don't even announce what day it is. It's just a couple of days a week at twelve fifteen, and and so. I haven't been in front of audiences, but we got to figure out a way to still, you know, love on each other and teach each other. We've got a country we've got to take care of. Mm. And and we need to learn how to explain things in a different way because they're, you know, with an election coming up, you know, there hasn't been a presidential election in the past 25 years that was won by more than 10 million votes. And yet in the past 25 years, there hasn't been a presidential election where uh, fewer than 100 million people of voting age did not vote. And so there's a lot of people that we need to talk to and, and explain. We need to get good at explaining, not arguing. But we need to get good at explaining for their reasons, for their reasons. Why? And I had a lady that asked me not too long ago, she said something about voting a certain way. And I said, wow, I'm I'm just kind of surprised because I know you and I know you don't believe the things that they believe. And she said, like, what do you mean? And I said, well, they, you know, that the people that you're voting for take your taxes and they make abortions available for anybody with your money and i know how adamant you are that that not happen and i'm so i'm just surprised you vote that way she said now what yeah and so most of us would be surprised at how many people they just vote a certain way because their parents did or they just don't vote because nobody because what difference does it make to them they think and so we need to get good at explaining things. Yeah, and I, I'm, I think the biggest prop we could give Andy's studio is we had a woman show up outside the st- our studio a moment ago 
with I guess how many every book well, like a handful uh, yeah. every, drop them it, it can't be every book Andy's I thought ever she written. had a gift for she, it. she couldn't have carried that many but she she had a number of your books <laughs> and she didn't have a wagon with her right no and she had, <laughs> it had Sharpie in hand ready to get them all signed by you and that's how oh, good no. your studio is that's how good the studio so, sounded Andy I, I gotta ask you can you see you in the studio from the window can you like walk up and watch yeah. you do your your show yeah. or yeah, and we've got right in you can, and then right inside here, um, it's it's a an octagon, a, like a glass octagon that's probably I don't know, uh, eighteen by eighteen, and and Austin put uh, palm leaves on the top, so right in the middle of the the room is like this grass glass hut. So yeah, people can come in and watch and look at the Andy Griffith stuff. And so, so this is your own private studio. Do you rent it yeah. out? Do you do other production, or is it just for for Andy's I project? Guess, it, so far, it's just for us. I guess I would rent it if somebody. <laughs> needed it, but. So anyway, if you want to see everything Andy, including going by and seeing him in his grass hut octagon, yeah. uh, you can find <laughs> all the palm leaves. If you're down in Orange Beach, look look this up. I'll get aside. At the war. So you got the blue plate special. You've got everything. All these different things Andy does, and and of course, there's so many books. But today, the fir- the the brand new one, uh, Just Jones, uh, and it is available. Uh, if you're familiar with the Noticer series, this is the third. If you're not familiar with it, it stands along. It is a great read. And uh, as Dave Ramsey uh, has said, uh, that Andy Andrews is our generation's Mark Twain. Wow, what a endorsement from, from Dave Ramsey. Uh, but, yeah, that, was, that was very nice. <laughs> yes. And he did it all in his budget. Yes, he did. <laughs> as a matter of fact, Andy put this book together with envelopes of cash. Yes, right. So, a lot uh, of people don't know. And by golly, he needs you. Had the prologue <laughs> and the main part, the graphic envelope. Yes, right. So none of this was Boy, done he, on, on credit. Yeah. So uh, look for it wherever books are sold. And don't forget the Rick and Bub opportunity. Send Andy, andy at andyandrews.com, a screenshot or a photo of your receipt of getting the, the book, Just Jones, and you'll get a four-hour download uh, of Andy's. Uh, it's a $50 value on iTunes, and this is becoming a noticer, and you'll have that uh, for your listening pleasure at no charge to you just because you got the new book, Just Jones. Andy, thanks for always including us. And uh, being thank so good to you, we miss you, man. And, Hadn't seen you in so uh, long. Yeah, and thank- I know it. And so I can't wait till we're back together. We're going to get guys. down there and visit you before long. Of course, at a safe guys. distance, of course. You're going to look outside, and we're going to be standing outside the Grass Hut Octagon. Yeah, <laughs> shirtless, <laughs> with not a not, not a shirt and and bare shorts, <laughs> no shoes. Uh, and thank you for putting us in this book too. We're honored that you would do that. Thank you, uh, Andy Andrews, Jess Jones, available everywhere, audio and in print. Uh, and thank you, Andy, for being with us. See you, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start It is uh, eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Thanks, Andy Andrews, for visiting. Still to come later in the program, we'll visit with uh, with friend Henry Cho as well. Uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. I want to tell you if you're out there now, and you know maybe you are a pastor, uh, maybe you're the person who is in charge of the men's ministry for your church, or maybe you have a community group. Have you planned what you guys are going to do for 2021? As you know, the manchurch.com has uh, got a full 
men's discipleship strategy. It came out in March. COVID came down and kind of threw us for a loop, and, and all that's starting to pick back up again. A lot of churches have already got it and ready to go. Some have already started implementing it. Some have done it for most of the year. They found a way to do it because of the, the different designs that we have. We can help you if you want to go ahead and get you a discipleship strategy for your, your men's group uh, in your men's ministry, and we'll be rolling out some of these coming up. Make notes of these uh, these locations in Rick and Bubba Land. Uh, September 16th, Highland Park Baptist Church, Panama City. September 20th, uh, Man Church up there by Greg's House, Fiddler's Green in Jacksonville, Alabama. Uh, 27th, uh, Man Church at First Baptist Tuscaloosa. The 30th, uh, First Baptist Church Douglas uh, in Douglas, Georgia. October the 4th, going to Avon, Indiana, right outside of Indianapolis. Uh, they're at Harmony. Uh, all of these are coming up, and these are all involved with people implementing uh, the men's discipleship strategy from themanchurch.com. We're, we're there to help you, and if any of these locations are near you, make plans uh, to be with us. Some are ticketed, some are not. There, you, so you just need to go to each individual link. Some people say, hey, just let us know you're coming because of COVID. we got to spread out, but it's no charge. Some may have a ticket. You need to find all that out for yourself uh, by going, but most of them are free, but they do need to know that you're coming. Uh, so all that's at rickandbubba.com under events. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Bubba, the the Nancy Pelosi uh, deal with the hair <laughs> salon, That this thing is continuing uh, to um, – my favorite to word. To have its own little life. Word. Yeah, go ahead. Is the word. Yes. The word. <laughs> mm-hmm. Isn't it a beautiful word when you yes. think of it? <laughs> now, now, of course, once again, we said what this really is, and it is the ruling class showing all of us peasants yeah. how they live compared to us. Nobody could go inside a salon to get their hair done except for Nancy Pelosi who set up her own way to do this. And if it wasn't for our freedom that we have in this country that if they get their way, we won't have – We'd never even know about it. Right. And she did this in the communist country of California. That's right. Uh, <laughs> a lot so, of people don't know. So the, uh, she claims, and her people try to claim, this was a setup. But, but that's, that, that but, argument doesn't. Right. Well, doesn't. well, that's like saying you were busted in a prostitution ring, and you're saying because you went to try by a prostitute, and they had a camera roll, and they set you up. Mm-hmm. Well, you wouldn't have got caught if you hadn't done what they what, – Well, yeah. they, did, they didn't reach out to Nancy Pelosi no. and say, come get your hair well, done. Her just... assistant actually called, and, and apparently she – this is a place that she goes to fairly regular, right? Yeah, yeah, she's been there a number of times. Yeah, and so she went in, got busted, and uh, now her, her hair sal- the, the hair salon owner uh, – and I'm with you, Greg. I don't understand what's taking place here. I know she got in trouble because Nancy was claiming they set her up and yeah. tried to throw her, her under the bus. Yeah, so then the left started attacking her, on, you know, and, and trying to affect uh, her her business as far as giving her bad ratings. Trying and, to shut and, it down. Yeah, and trying know. to shut it down. And then I guess that's what how people responded with the GoFundMe page to help help this lady and her business. Everybody pay attention now. This is exactly what was done, okay? This is how tyrannical, evil overreaching governments act if you come against us we'll destroy you mm-hmm. with whatever we have so now the left went out to destroy a person who had Man. the audacity to make nancy pelosi part of the ruling class look bad mm-hmm. so people have come to the support of the salon owner and they've raised three hundred thousand dollars for her okay. to offset the cost to her business for for something nancy pelosi did yeah it's not <laughs> it's not her fault that nancy pelosi <laughs> wants us to live one way and her live another mm-hmm. Well, Bubba, female protesters have come out to protest uh, Pelosi at her San Francisco home, 
and they have hung hair dryers in a tree, <laughs> and they've mocked her, uh, the speaker's maskless visit to a closed salon, all of them wearing curlers in their hair and hanging hair dryers in her tree. <laughs> You, you know, this is uh, kind of the going trend. We saw this with the mayor of Seattle. We've seen this with the mayor of Minneapolis. We've seen this with Nancy and several others. These people who appear to be supporting the protesters, they're, they're in step with the protesters. They're saying power to the protesters, and the protesters turn on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, once again, Nancy Pelosi and um, – and who was the who well, was got beads? Of course, who was it that was the uh, the the congresswoman who were telling everywhere you see them go out and oh, get yeah. after them? Uh, Maxine, Maxine Waters. Waters. Well, Maxine Waters and Pelosi they love when they can turn a mob on their opponents. But to Bubba's point, they don't like it very much when the mob then turns on them. No, and they're no, the they ones don't. that created an environment where you go to someone's house. If you don't like it, because I would say, man, you need to leave people's houses alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're the one that said people are to. Go and you you love it when it oh, turns back. on, but now you got busted. But you every but America, you need to pay attention about the bigger picture here, and this is that they mandate all these things on the people that they themselves do not adhere to. <laughs> right, right. Uh, That's the underlying thing here. They tell you it. how you should live, and then they live another way. They're mm-hmm. above it all. Yeah, yep. and it's just like with the global warming thing. They're wanting you to get rid of your SUV. They're wanting to do this, and they're flying around in private jets. Correct. Yeah, I mean, you think they got their air set on 78? No, (laughs) not Nancy does. Yeah, do y'all really believe Nancy Pelosi has got her appliances unplugged? I mean, her ice cream would go bad. Yeah, I I mean, say, look at at all them freezers she had for ice cream. Those are commercial grade stuff. You don't want that that ice cream to melt. No. You think think at 3 o'clock yesterday she unplugged all her stuff? Anybody think that? No. Well, I think she did, Greg. (laughs) Well, Greg, you know what? (laughs) Greg, I got a little piece of swamp I'd like to talk to you about. You gullible son of a gun. When we come back, lines are available. Let's talk to to the people. Whatever is on your mind, Harry Murdahl, we'll go in there and take those phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG, our new phone screener for our COVID format, the great Harry Murdahl. And he'll be taking your phone calls now. Lines are available. After the top of the hour, we'll chat with you. If you leave us, we'll try to find a way to be with us. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler are all here. Lines are available. We're going to the phones now. Dial us up and we'll be chatting with you. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for sharing a few hours with us each and every day. Glad to have you. We start uh, with Eric in Florida. Eric, Eric, what part of Florida are you Eric. calling from, buddy? Bonifay. Bonifay. Welcome to the program. What's on your mind? Oh. <clears throat> Green Acres, fellas. Thank you for the Well, listen, being as y'all are such dangerous guys, I'm thinking about starting a new club. I thought y'all might want to join. All right called the 4C Club, the Christian Conservative Constitutional Capitalist. Uh-oh. Ooh. Oh, that's that's some what? dangerous words Boy, you're throwing around there. there. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of 4C. danger coming out of there right now. <laughs> the old 4Cs. The old 4Cs. Uh, let's go to Maryland. We're all holding our breath for just a minute. We were. Yeah. Maryland and uh, let's see where you Alabama. Maryland, go ahead. 
Hey, um, I was calling to see if y'all had any information about the march that was going on in Louisville, Kentucky this weekend. There was a peaceful protesting march going down the road carrying, I mean, on the sidewalk. They were very orderly and being very careful to stay on the sidewalk. They were carrying American flags, chanting USA. Will they look like military men or militia men? I don't know what these men were, but they had on like bulletproof vests. They had looked like guns and they were huge, strong men that were supporting around them, the front, the back, and to the sides of them. And things were going good for a while. And then BLM, some start coming in and start trying to start trouble. And they were stopping and trying to talk to them. They were not being rude to them. They were saying, you know, hey, we're being, this is our peaceful protest, and we're not trying to start any trouble, and we'll talk to you if you want to talk, but we're not, you know, going to have any trouble. Well, it went on, and it finally, I think some of some, there weren't enough BLM people to go up against this whole group. So, so but, what happened? What, what what's the bottom line? I don't I don't know. So you That's want to know? I wanted to find out. Oh, okay. Because okay. I missed the. Uh, oh, I got you. Okay. My, my internet just went off when it was really fixed. It it looked like it turned into a fight I or something. Okay. okay. Well, I don't know anybody. I'm not familiar with that story. Greg Helms. No. No. Uh, I knew there were protests about the Harry, derby and all that. Harry. Yeah, so, there was some protest outside Churchill Downs before it started, but uh, mm-hmm. I have not seen anything that uh, uh, kind of what you were describing. Yes, so we're looking at something Adler's pulled up now, and uh, and there was a group. It looks all peaceful from what I'm seeing now, and uh, here is um, a group of people in some sort of police or military-type garb, or is that the police riot control out there? I don't know. Uh, but uh, there, there's all types of different protests and voices out here. Everything mm-hmm. looks orderly. No, I, I did not, um, I did not um, hear any of that. So if anybody has any information, the Kentucky Derby this weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah, because right. a lot of this was on Derby Day. Yeah, okay. yeah they were yeah. they were protesting outside. I'm not sure why they're mad at horse racing. I can't remember just well, because it's a big event. I think it's just an event. They're just yeah. out there using yeah. using it as a platform. Okay. Yeah, and and the horses I thought ran pretty good considering they had to wear masks. And they did. <laughs> Rick, you're right. And, and most masks stayed on them. All right. Right. So now that this bunch here, I've, this is that that bunch out of uh, Georgia. Uh, with the military garb. Is that the bunch that sh- accidentally shot themselves? Yeah, I can't say their name because it has a bad uh, word in yeah, it. it We're not blanking around yeah. anymore. Yeah. And uh, they've been to Louisville before. You know, that's when we had the misfire. Is uh, that where it was? Yeah, that was. Uh, so that's that was, right. Undoubtedly, they're back in Louisville. But remember, they also were at Stone Mountain. Uh, so I recognize that particular group, but I, I don't see anything. Everything looks orderly. Uh, we continue. Let's go to uh, Tyler. In Boaz. Tyler, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. 
Yeah, morning, fellas. Hey. I was just uh, wondering what y'all think about the uh, college football playoffs this year because everybody's going to be bouncing around some playing fall, some trying to play in spring. Yeah, what do y'all think about that? Well, from what I've gathered, uh, correct me if, you're, if I'm wrong, guys, that uh, the the main playoff that we have, the college football playoff, says we're doing fall teams only. We're doing it like we normally do, period. Like, we're not acknowledging the spring. Now, right. there there is something that I've wondered about. Now we have Michigan saying, if you give us two weeks, we're ready to play. <laughs> uh, others who say, I, I think we could play in a month. We can't – I don't – guys, if we can't come up with a scenario where we go, these teams are now in their conference championships, are ready to go to the playoff, and, oh, by the way, Michigan's playing game three. I, I mean, we you can't no. – in the fall. You know, you can't yeah. do that. So I think, from what I've gathered, barring something changing, the college football playoff organization says our playoff will consist of the teams that started their season delayed – in late September, and anybody that starts after that's not in it. Correct. Yeah, I think I, I, that's my understanding. And I think they're on schedule. I don't think they're moving yeah. it, like extending it out. I think we've still got January 1 will be the semis, and uh, January the 11th will be the finals. Yeah. yeah, I saw the SEC move their conference championship to a later date uh, okay. in December. But that that's but, but there wasn't there a break in there anyway? Wasn't there you're right. Week? There yeah. was room for it. So they yeah. just used, like we've always said before, I don't know why we have all that. Yeah, debt. I mean, that's all it can do. And here's the thing. It was a big gamble by the uh, Big Ten that has how many teams? Twelve? Mm-hmm. Um, that's still – Fourteen. Fourteen. That yeah. still drives me crazy. Um, that the season would not carry on. Now, if if the SEC and the ACC and Big 12, if they get four games into it and they have a big outbreak and have to cancel, they're going to look like geniuses. If the season plays through, they're going to look like goofballs. So – I did see over the weekend, uh, Dad was watching some game. I don't even remember what it was, but they came in on the bottom line and said Tennessee was supposed to have a scrimmage, and they had to shut it down because 44 players – they didn't go into detail. I don't think 44 players tested positive. I think it's one of those deals where 44 players were around somebody mm-hmm. that, that had test positive, so we had to sit them down and not do their scrimmage. So something like that could happen in two or three weeks when they've got a game scheduled. I don't know. 44 players is a big impact. Yeah, well, when you're looking and you see the, the some of the smaller colleges, they've played their games. They're rolling into their season yeah. now. High school football is playing. Uh, even teams that said we had breakouts and they yeah. went to the games that didn't count, yep. canceled them, and then just started on the games that count. Uh, so it looks like there is a way to make it happen. And though the cases in some places are up because of young people going back to college and schools going back, the high schools seem like a lot of them are – They're not having the problem. Yeah, they're not having yeah. problems. And even the colleges' hospitalizations continue to go down even with the test positives yeah. going up. Uh, so the severity of it seems to be waning a little bit, even in places where they're having this kind of stuff. And I saw an interview with the Pac-12 commissioner, and they've come up with a, a testing device, a machine that they can test quick. And the, of they think it, if they get it like that, that may be a step of them going ahead and trying to, to play sooner than they had said. But what what I've said, heard, though, is the college football playoff says if you don't start when the SEC – uh, the the Big Twelve and the uh, ACC start, then you're not considered in the playoff. You can have you can play you can't your season be eligible, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you can't have we're in first round of the playoff and then another team said we're on game five. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean you can't won't do work. That. Yeah, it won't work. To uh, Paul in Alabama, Paul, go ahead. Yes, sir. Uh, y'all got this Nancy Pelosi thing all wrong. 
Okay. Uh, thanks. You misread that sign. She uh she thought it said saloon, not salon. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Easy to do. Uh, let's go to anonymous. Your turn. Uh, anonymous. Go right ahead. Uh, Hi. I just want to. Are you there? Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Go I'm ahead. sorry. Okay. The group the lady was referring to in Louisville, Kentucky, is called the Freedom Fighters. Okay. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the Freedom Fighters. And, right. Yeah. Um, did you, was there anything that happened, or did everything stay peaceful over the weekend? It was peaceful. Okay. Everybody blew it up, but it was peaceful. Yeah, from what we saw here, what Andrew showed us, it looked like it was a lot of people, but it was it was peaceful. Don't you know the people taking care of the horses were like, oh, gosh, I hope they don't get rowdy out there and spook all, all these Fennec. horses. Authentic's who won the race, by the way. We were talking really? about that earlier. I, okay. I didn't know. How about that? I like Authentic. I like the horse name. Ben, yeah. ben in Ohio. Ben, go ahead. Hey, uh, I was just going to make a comment. If the, They keep saying that the polls, if the, if the election was today, that, that, that they're pretty well dead heat. Um, if I look at all the signs out here on the roads, I think Trump will win 500 to 1. Uh, well, well if you, uh, you, you know, most of the polls are, have tightened way up there within the margin. But if you look at tracking how Trump was doing against Hillary at the same time four years ago, he's actually ahead of where he was tracking with Hillary. So. 16 minutes pass. We'll be back. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Our number 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The Rick and Bubba Show is a federally protected trademark. We just thought you'd want to know. All rights reserved. 22 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. COVID-19 update. Yep. Bubba, this is not helping. Uh, you know, the, the ever-moving and hard-to-dial-in reality of COVID-19 versus the political agendas of COVID-19, the exaggerations of COVID-19, the bad information, uh, the testing uh, being uh, hard to trust, uh, the false positives. I'm sure there's false negatives. Uh, you know, let's rush it out. We got a we got a, a, a vaccine coming down that. Uh, oh boy! My goodness, is coming out of nowhere. I'll tell you. I hope that thing works better than Windows does. So anyway, we have a, a story that is um, is is these kind of stories are sadly couldn't even get a raise out of hams. Uh, Troy Whittington, uh, who is out of Shelby County, Tennessee. Uh, he, Troy Whittington said he was surprised. When he opened a letter this week from the Shelby County Health Department, uh, he knew quickly that the letter was false. The letter arrived from the Shelby County Health Department there in Tennessee for his mother, Sandra Whittington. The letter says that she had been diagnosed as COVID positive and they needed to isolate. He said, but that would be very difficult since, um, according to her obituary, the 66-year-old died February the 16th. Mm weeks before the first case of COVID was ever detected in Shelby County. He said, I'm having a hard time understanding how they can say someone has COVID-19 when they are not even alive. And I would say to Troy Winnington, I would also say that would be very difficult. Wow. Troy, a lot of us are scratching our head on some of these. See, uh, this, this kind of stuff. That this, hurts your credibility. This, yeah, it does. This, yeah, do, it does. this doesn't help. How, do you, how does that even happen? 
Uh, well, well, Rick, as a buddy how, how did of mine, she die? Did they did they test her in the hospital when she died? And well, she he said they what? hadn't even. I don't even think that they had. He said she February, died. They weren't even no. test. She hadn't even been tested. Yeah. She just had died. He and, said she died before they had one case in Shelby yeah, County, Tennessee. That's right. Because it was March. We were on spring break when mm-hmm. it first started. Some rumblings of it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna step out there and I'm gonna claim that's a bad test. Yeah, Rick, yeah. I believe I missed yeah. that. I'm gonna claim bad test, bad paperwork, bad management. Uh, we have uh, we have a doctor calling in, uh, also trying to help those that are dealing with college students that uh, went off to college then tried to come home for Labor Day. Um, Doc, go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. How are y'all? Good. We're great. Hey, I put anonymous uh, when I talked to Speedy just then because I thought it'd make me sound edgier, but it's yeah. Michael and Homewood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I perked people's ears up. It did. It, so, did, yeah. it did make you have edgy. Edgy. So I want to. I want to tell people to follow the Speedy plan. Uh, he did a great job over okay. the last few weeks in the Bubba plan, and to make sure that people are isolating away from people who they know have it. But if you went out around Labor Day. Just be careful. If you were with folks that weren't in your household, make sure over the next 10 to 14 days, if you have symptoms, go get tested. The quick test is still about 99% accurate. The send-off test is 99.9% accurate. And unfortunately... Not according to Troy Whittington in Shelby (laughs) County, Tennessee. Exactly. Like I said, unfortunately, those kind of things are going to keep happening. In Alabama, we've had about 1 million tests. We're just shy of a million tests. Um, You know, it's going to keep happening. The mistakes will. I don't know what... Uh, Helmsy's batting average was in college. It was probably what four hundred, five hundred. But oh, to, to four eighty fifty, yeah, <laughs> six hundred two. To get to the kind of three ninety, if you don't be exact, <laughs> we'd have to get out of a million tests. We could have a thousand mistakes and still be ninety nine point nine percent. But um, you know, Bubba, what are we supposed to follow? What is it? Follow, to follow science. Yeah, good luck with that. Science. Good luck with uh, that. But the, here, the science is talking about the comorbidities. The 5% people that died that had no comorbidities and the 95% that did, these weren't, these 95% of people weren't on death's door. These were just normal folks going. They had to more work. than one. They had more than one. Uh, Diabetes, heart disease, asthma. Yep. Uh, just know these aren't people that. That are, are ready to die. There, there's something about this virus that can set off a problem that's yeah. hiding, and these folks probably had a chance to keep living out their life and doing a few more of things. Course, of course, of course, it up. Of course, of course. Hey. You also see a high percentage of them over 70 years old. But there's no okay. doubt about that. But the healthy young people are not at risk hardly at all of death. I mean, there's always exceptions, it, but uh, but there's exceptions to anything. There's people that it, might die by diving bird today, but. But it's not. It doesn't happen. Don't see a lot of stats on it, it but is. you're correct. You're, yeah. So yeah. I'm not going to go out today a... living and gripped in fear of diving birds. Exactly. But especially uh, if you're not eating French fries. I think the shutdown of our economy will will go down in history as a gigantic mistake. Hey, I've got a church plan. If you want to hear it, go ahead. Go go to revival. We want to spread people out the best we can. Let's have three, four nights a week, every week for the rest of the year get multiple pastors to come in, spread people out. Let, let, people are mad because we're shutting down churches. Let's open them up every single day of the week. Let's make the news saying this church will not shut down. They keep having so many services. They're spreading people out. Nobody's getting coronavirus. As opposed to from the pulpit, if we leave the gospel and go to trying to be the CDC from the pulpit, what we end up doing is we lose that authority and and we 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 water down what should be the message of the gospel 
where we're trying to influence people one way or the other, it can absolutely be done. And the churches that are doing it well, I am so proud. Oh, but if people churches take that no platform and, and boast about things that really, if you want an American freedom versus you want the freedom to present the gospel, I think we can present the gospel every night of the week, spread people out, and never have a single case in our churches. Yeah, but remember, do. you can't get around the First Amendment. The First Amendment says what it says, and Oh, and, yeah. and, and no, the, no, the no. government cannot make the church close. No, and we should never be shut down. We should make them so embarrassed that we don't, they don't have to shut us down because we spread out so much. Hey, you Doc, Doc let me ask you something. You said the, the rapid test is 99% accurate. Really? Is it really that high? The We're having way less false positives than we are false negatives, but it can set off the test, but it's it's made, it's set up that only coronavirus pieces can turn it positive. But it can be set off by other things. But more often than not, we're missing them as opposed to saying there's too many. And the last question I had, why aren't you seeing patients right now? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for calling, Doc. Hospitalizations continue to go down. That's that's good news. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love good news. we got to learn to live with it. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Phone calls coming in at eight six six. We be big. MyPillow.com. Look, we can go on and on about Mike Lindell and the MyPillow team. They love this country, and uh, buddy, do they put their money where their mouth is? Uh, stepping up whenever the country needs them, and they're doing it again. Now we know they have great, great products, and they've got all kinds of towels and washcloths and. Giza dream bed sheets, duvets, and covers, and mattress toppers, and and there's going to be more stuff to come before the end of the year, I'm sure. But you know what Lindell and the gang's doing now? They've created um, something called My Store. You'll see it there at um, MyPillow.com. We, we know about those great pillows. It's it's really their version of Shark Tank, you know, where they, they go out and they find American entrepreneurs they think are putting together a good product, and they want you to know about it. They use their platform for us to know about them. So good. click on my store, some great American products from smaller companies and great entrepreneurs that I think you're going to love. And there, there's going to be hundreds of products available as they continue to add to my store. Also, when you go to MyPillow.com, you want to hit radio specials because you go there and take the promo code Bubba with you and let the savings begin. Uh, all the MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a terrific warranty. You also can find them at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. Uh, let's go to Frankie in Anniston, Alabama. Frankie, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm fine, sir. Good morning. How are you all doing? Good. We're great. Hey, so my question is right here is that tomorrow, Hillary Clinton's court date is tomorrow. Are we going to be able to watch it on TV, or, or is that going to be private, you think? Hillary Clinton's court date. You know, you really have heard very little about it at all. Yeah, yeah, Imagine that. Huh? Yeah, they'll, they'll, <laughs> yeah, they'll hide that if there's any way possible. So what, what are we getting Hillary on? I know nothing's going to happen because you can't touch the – the Clintons. Well, what is this one about? Uh, this is still about the uh, lying under oath to about the email stuff, isn't it? Yeah, the email servers. Yeah. <laughs> you cursed rat! Look what you've done! Just a clip from some of the <laughs> upcoming testimony. <laughs> that was her deposition there. 
to Mark in Indiana. Mark, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Mark. Good morning. How are y'all this morning? Fantastic. It's a nice 63-degree day up here in Indiana. Yeah, yeah man. That feels good. Let's go. Uh, have y'all heard the uh, the, M- the MAGA song done to the YMCA Village People song by Ricky Rebel over there during the protest in Beverly Hills? No. Man, the liberals are losing their mind over it. Because here's a gay guy pointing around a gay pride parade flag with Trump stuff everywhere singing that song on a bullhorn and huge stage going down the road and liberals are losing their mind right now. <laughs> so that now I haven't seen that. Speedy's laughing, so I guess we'll look at that here in a minute. Y'all so. need to look it up. Y'all will love it because the, the words have got a great message to it. Okay. You know, about stop the hate and discontent and all that and everything else. So okay. y'all get a kick out of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's to, to YMCA. Yeah. M-A-G-A. Is that what they do? Okay. So it's a it's a gay pride parade and and he's singing this to them. All I know is what I saw is that he is just a he's singing in the intersection and he's in and out of cops and people don't know what to do. Okay, that's good. All right, we'll we'll look at that too. We've got that. Oh, here he goes. And so and uh, so the, this is it. Okay, is this who who's this? Is this on with you, Adler? Is it is it nasty? Anything good in here? Yeah, give, give him a second. He's switching over, but yes. Okay. He's just him singing. Okay. And who is this person? The American crowd, patriotic and proud. Shout it, shout it out loud. That's why when it comes time to vote, just remember we're all in the same boat. We're together. Oh, they got a whole flow. We're united, folks, and we won't let them divide. It looks like not everybody on the left is going away from Trump. I don't believe so. <laughs> they're, they're very flamboyant for Trump. That's uh, He dances a lot like Speedy. It's quite the flow, too. He's <laughs> got a little prance to it. Yeah, there it goes. I bet that went over like a lead balloon there <clears throat> in Cali. Yeah, you know I'm surprised they didn't pull yeah. them over and remove them immediately. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not on fire. Yeah, I'm telling you that uh, that's unexpected. Yeah. I'll put that under the unexpected. Yeah, yeah. yeah didn't, didn't see that. that. Didn't yeah. see that one coming. To uh, let's go to Sandra in the great state of Alabama. Sandra, go ahead. Hey, hey. good morning. What a morning. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I came to you guys' uh, window thinking Andy was going to be oh. there. Today. Yeah, we oh. saw you this morning. Sorry about that. Well, I heard before y'all left for Labor Day that he was coming today. Yeah. And I have ordered his new book. Amazon is delivering it to me today. So when I got up this morning to go running, a little bit before 6.30, I hear you say he'll be here the next hour. Yes. Well, dang. So yeah. I turn around and start running back to the house, and I'm getting trying to get cleaned up to come. And then I heard you say he'll be here the first of the hour. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I broke every 
Yeah. Speed limit. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, 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 arm full of books. Yes. And um, so I missed that he wasn't personally there. I've heard him several times on y'all's show. And I, I couldn't imagine that he wouldn't be there like 730 or 745. Mm. No, he wasn't there. So I really enjoyed his books. He is a great writer, very insightful and funny. How far did you come? Um, yeah, out of curiosity, what city were you in? Well, I live in Hoover, okay. over uh, near Spain Park. So I took the interstate. Oh, 20, 25 minutes. Um, yes. And went 80 on the interstate. And then I. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, ran home. Yeah. Well, here's the things you have to remember. If somebody's going to be with us, that means they're on the show. If we say they're with us in studio, that means they're live. But right now, we're not having any live guests. See, so. Andy would have been here. He was going to make the trip to be in the studio, and yeah. stu- stupid COVID killed that. And the Henry Cho, same thing, yeah. coming up next hour. Yeah. If you want to come and get his yeah. autograph. <laughs> and, and, I sh- and I should have thought of that because I'm, I'm a – I listen to you guys all the time. So Well, we appreciate yeah. your passion uh, for the show <laughs> and for Mickey. Or I should say, well, Andy, again. He, he did, did it again. It again. I've done that wow, for years, by the way. I don't know why I can't lock in. Oh, he was kidding me. Why? I do. But we appreciate your your passion for that for both. Bubba's a huge fan. Serious business. I thought you just did that. No, I on purpose no. for us. No, but I've I've done hey, that I, for I years. That's not that's not something. New oh, I know it's I not. No, you did it last time when he brought us grapefruit. I just oh, I've done it long. You said it's good grapefruit, Mickey. I've I just done didn't know for a long time. I didn't know you were such a fan of Florida State's defense <laughs> and those, and they had those great teams. I, I guess it's Mickey just years years that's of it being beat into your head. I know. Don't think back back when I you know called the games for the Knowles. Yeah. Adam and Coleman. Adam, go ahead. Yeah, last night on TikTok, uh, Frank Caliendo did a uh, impression of you doing the. You know, I think it was like twenty five minutes past the hour. This is the Rick and Bubba show. It was funny. Uh, you so, might want to see so Caliendo did something about the show. Yeah, on his live TikTok last night. Well, how I think everybody was saying where they was from, and then he just went into a impression of you. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Was it a good one? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it was, it sounded like Rick. <laughs> okay, good. well, Calando, he, look, he usually can, look, he's like a little mockingbird. If he yeah, locks yeah. in, he's yeah. got it. He said Bubba sounded like Freddie yeah. Kitchens, right? <laughs> 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 That's right. <laughs> so we'll look for that on, on, on TikTok. Is that the one that Chinese is stealing everybody's stuff? Yeah, I thought we had yes. to, I thought we had yeah. to shut that baby down. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's coming. Katie and Hoover. Katie, go ahead. Yeah, don't stop. Uh, monkey grass. Hey, Katie, welcome to the program. Thank you. Me and my mom actually just came by and saw y'all at the window. I just oh. wanted to say thank you for taking pictures with us. Well, yeah. thank you. Send us a copy of them. That's the old bulletproof, right, the bulletproof window I'll, selfie. Yeah. I know. That's what I was telling her. I said I heard that it was bulletproof. I was showing her. I was like, it's double paint like they said. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you guys came by. It's been weird. It's been so long since we've been able to have people in the studio, but the, the window was always designed for people to be able to come watch when you want to. So it was good to see you and mom. Yes, and thank you. Yeah, I've been trying to get in the golden ticket seats last year, and we just never had a time that would work. And I had to come up here for an appointment this morning, so we stopped by really quick. And I was like, I just want to go see him. I've listened to y'all for so long. I was like, I just had to come take pictures. Well, so, thank you. Thank I'm glad you did. It. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, very appreciate kind that. of you. Thank you yeah, so much. Good to see you and Mom. Jim and Talladega. Jim, go ahead. Yeah, I, 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 I take pause to wonder if Nancy Pelosi is more stupid or more cheap Admittedly, one of the wealthiest multimillionaires in Congress, let alone what she has collectively with her husband, 
and she's too stupid to hire a cosmetologist just to come to her home. That's true. I'm yeah, sure they're out there. Yeah, I, that's she has the means to pull that. Yeah, off. she's got well, the she money. Didn't, she didn't think anything of it though. So. Oh, because well, she can do whatever she wants. Well, yeah, that, she'd already outlawed all you going, so she could go. And Jim, that is, as the guys just said, it's really none of the above. She truly thinks that she can do whatever she wants to do, whenever she wants to do it, because she's royalty. Yep. She, she's the ruling class. They live she differently. Does, yeah, different standards. And all of us little peasants need to just not need to get over. It. Yeah, get in line. Hush up. Fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba's show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. So now we have various footage. If you're watching us on YouTube, but even if you're listening, you'll you'll hear this and we'll comment on it. So Adler has put together, and I saw this a lot over the weekend, this is the skydiver that passes out. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, and Speedy, you, you've done this. Mm-hmm. You've done the tandem. And uh, I talked to another friend of mine that's done this, too, in the last couple of weeks. And he was talking about when he did it, and and I've noticed the air. Man, there's a lot of air. I mean, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. When, when It'll you, fill when, your mouth up in a second. <laughs> I mean, is, oh is that God. his problem? Should he have shut his mouth? Uh, I mean, well, you, it's hard to. You can't. I mean, because my instructor breathe? said, now once once you open that mouth, it, it, it's going to be hard to shut it. And so a lot of people wear something to cover their mouth, but then others, I guess, just are experts and they can deal with it. But if you tandem jump and it's your first time ever, that. It, it takes almost your – it takes your air. I mean, you can't hardly even swallow. I mean, it's just – because you're falling so fast. I mean, think about going yeah. 100 and something miles an hour and sticking your head out the window. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> okay. want to. I don't want to. I've tried. And, and this guy passes out. <laughs> yes, he passes out, and the instructor – You see him here. He's, he's trying to wake him up. Please look at his face. <laughs> he's he, – he's past that. But he's trying to wake him up. Okay. <laughs> 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 so Look at you, his face. As you can tell, the instructor's got his mouth closed. You're right. And hey. <laughs> can you imagine waking up, God, Rick? I'm like... falling strapped to a dude. <laughs> Right. What if he gets to frailing around and like grabs the chute release uh, or something? Uh, well, that's going to be behind you. So. It's already look, they've got the little one up. No, if y'all it's already his released. Face right now. No, no, not yet. No, look, the guy's laughing. The instructor. <laughs> oh, that's, now it is. See, it's released when he wakes up. Hey. Yeah. But he's trying to wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> look at him, look at the instructor laughing. Uh, rule number one. Rule number you. one, I think if the instructor has a helmet on, I want one. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You're wearing one for some reason. <laughs> yeah, why why is he not why does he not have a helmet on? 
you know, <laughs> of course, I've heard people go, hey, well, that's going to do you a lot. I know it's for if you maybe crash into somebody else or maybe trip or bonking fall. heads. Fall. Everything, <laughs> everything helps. But know? the joke is if your shoe don't open up, the helmet's not going to do a lot. Well, you may have your initials on the back of it. That's true. <laughs> you know? Well, they know. It's not completely useless. <laughs> right. <laughs> they know. It's kind of like the seatbelt on the plane. <laughs> so he didn't just scream. He did that girl scared scream. Yeah. Well, what about when you passed out, you don't know where you are? Do you remember that time? You remember that time when Gerald Case got knocked out in a football game and he thought his mom was trying to get him up to go to yeah, school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because your mind starts messing with you. And also, he jumped up on the field, started looking around. <laughs> Of course, we just put you right back in. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, t- tell us what day it is. I, you're back in. I was about to say, I think you missed two plays. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, I, and I'm proud of you because you haven't brought up HW being drugged. Oh, God. You're talking about abuse of elderly. Have you ever seen such abuse of the elderly in your life? That thing just drug him across the ground. He would probably live two more years if they hadn't done that. Greg. Greg, he said, you know who my favorite magician is? Yeah. By the way, is there a movie out about David Copperfield's life right now? I, Rick, I don't know. That's not the David Copperfield I think who's the illusionist. It, Isn't there another David Copperfield? It's like a well, that's like some Rick. English character from something. I, I don't know more than one David Copperfield. No, there, there's more than one person. But no, named he David took the name from and it's in literature. Some yeah. David Copperfield. That's what I'm saying. Is it a movie about the oh, literature guy or is it about the I don't know. The illusionist or whatever. If it's about the illusionist, is he going to put in there that time he's rude to y'all? There it is. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> show it, Adler. Show it again. No, no, show it. Anytime show tandem it. jumps come up, no, this, no, this, no, this happens. This again. It's terrible. Show it. it's, it's the abuse of the elderly. <laughs> I was just, just face <laughs> He paid somebody to throw him out of that plane. <laughs> no, no. Look, and what was that he? Ain't on, that ain't our fault. And don't you know the guy in charge? Because, okay, that didn't go quite like I thought it would. <laughs> I, was try, I was trying well, to land a little better. Very important. It wasn't exactly the three-point landing, was it? It was like him doing a skydive with Where'd he go? Well, well it takes time, Bubba. Hold on, he's reloading it here. Bring Just hang second. You're right. It, it, it is important though Maybe. that you. Uh-uh, it's important that you pick your legs up. That, that's the one uh, thing they tell you. They should have never put him in there. He really is glad he didn't break his leg. Guys, listen to this. Former president, he's dead. At that age, want a reminder, buddy. At that age, if you Y'all. fall, there's risk of breaking <laughs> hips. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. we just face plant him. Oh, right. I mean, it's almost face like. Face plant him and the full weight of a guy with equipment on right on top Let of Let me it. announce this. If they knew he couldn't pick his legs up, right. then they should have had something tied to his uh, knees uh, and then the uh, guy picked him up. Look at his family something. looking. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Y'all. Bless <laughs> his heart. You go over eight days. Y'all. 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 He's just, guys, he's just hanging. He's all right right there. That's terrible. He just had a skint knee right before that. Oh, that's that. awful. Hey, what was he, 90-something? When oh, yeah. It's, it's way too you old to do that. that. Goodness, guys. Good gracious. Y'all, that's, that's, that's you just can't even, stop. You can't even have a... <laughs> I know he wanted to do the it. Guy that was, you, the yeah. tandem guy was also, he's not going to lift his legs at all. <laughs> wow, it's going to be rough. <laughs> Mr. President, lift your legs. How about, when you, how about when you walk over and somebody says, do you face plan 41? <laughs> You're right. It's not bad. It, look, right here. <laughs> okay, look, he's dragging, but now... Did you use 41 for a turning plow? No. His forehead you know what I would have done? Oh, How about this? The good, news, Greg, the good news is you didn't hit the ground. Unfortunately, the reason why you're not hurt is because yeah. you were cushioned by 41. By his crumpled body. <laughs> right. Look at his face. Ain't like he's Look. not hurt. You know he's you know, he's hurt. He's got a bloody nose. Uh-oh, here comes a copperfield. 
Greg. Well, at least don't you know how he does in those pictures. By the way, Helms just said I am right. There 2019. Well, there, there's a there's a movie. Huh? See, there was a movie, and it's it's just now in the theaters. Like it now. is. Yeah. yeah. And it's about the illusionist uh, David Copperfield. The personal history of David Copperfield is the title of it. <laughs> okay. Is there a scene about when he was on the show? <laughs> <laughs> when he was in a bad mood. You remember that? I remember y'all talking. And when about he was in the studio, he, he, he yeah, had pictures had in the ball. hallway. He's we grinning had, like a. We had a ball when he was in the studio, <laughs> and then he called in one time, and apparently he was in a bad mood. <laughs> he gave y'all zip. Well, can I tell you that? No, he made me disappear. Let's Greg, not forget that. Greg, oh, that's the, right. he, only, you told everybody he made he me want to disappear. Speedy, <laughs> he made Speedy disappear. But Greg, you know how it's yeah, one thing. That's right. You were in the illusion. We got right up there. With, who was the other with Bobby Labonte? Yes. Greg, Greg, it's one thing for somebody to like you've never talked to him. Okay, yeah. but see what made y'all thought y'all were buddies. We thought. Well, oh, we like, had hey. a ball when he was in studio. <laughs> Greg, I was the last, when he was in studio. I thought, well, he's going to take us with him. I see that yeah. picture in the hall. You know what, Greg? He he, he almost bet. he almost went. Y'all come go with. Y'all me. come go witty witty. Speedy was part of a, <laughs> and weedy. Wasn't Speedy part of an illusion? Yeah, he was. Yeah, but then we got him on the phone. He was on his tour bus, and but he was he, he heard Speedy told everybody how the trick worked. No, what he did is he talked to Bill Elliott. That one. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, we, didn't we like say something? Look at him. Look at like, him. To the point that we were like, hey, okay, if you, if you can't give us more than that. Hey, he still didn't it? loosen up. Okay. Look no, Greg, I think Greg, I actually. He's grinning like a jackass eating saw briar. Yeah, but it, it didn't stay that way. <laughs> you just, This is your fault, Vinny. I know. His all of it is. has completely changed because you brought up 41. Every bit of it. I'm sorry. There he is. It, it, it was it was going it was look going so well. Oh, y'all I mean, look like buddies there. <laughs> I mean, we, we we think we think it'll never get better. Yeah. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness, faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again, to give the people what they really want to hear, and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Seven minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Here we go. Out here in the field. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba all here, ready to go. On America's boldest radio stations on the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. Live on YouTube and archived as well. Podcast archives available daily. Also, you can hear us on our TuneIn app uh, 24-7, including the live show. However you get the Rick and Bubba show and all the content, we're glad that you are here. Welcome back. Uh, we're on rocking mic number two for 26 and a half years. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Well, it sounds like a long time to be sitting in one seat. It does. 
That explains the stain. It does. It does. Thank you all of you for joining us here on the Rick and Bubba Experience. And Rick, very excited this hour to have another uh, old friend joining us, Henry Cho. Henry Cho's back. Henry. Hey, how you guys doing? The question is, how are you doing? My goodness. I may, uh, you know what? I thought we were going to do a phone call, and then uh, Speedy said, no, let's Zoom. So I actually had to uh, do my hair. It looks fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. No one's happier than Amy. She's like, wow, you're like washing your face and getting ready? I got that. Today. Today. You know, Henry, you know, the, the, the whole COVID-19 thing, the, the pandemic hits. And, you, and we all, of course, for you, you thought of it very quickly, I'm sure, since what you do for a living. We all begin to realize, hey, we gather a lot in a society. There's a lot of things tied to people gathering. Uh, one of those, of course, would be audiences to hear a stand-up comedian. <laughs> yes. So how long has it been since you stood in front of a live crowd in the same room with them and done comedy? Well, here's the crazy thing. So my last real show was February 29th. Mm. Um, and then that was the last real one. And then all this hits and uh, – you know, I didn't have much in March anyway because, you know, I have kids and spring break. So I, and I'm very blessed to be able to go. I'm going to take these weeks off. And I kept telling my wife, Amy, I kept saying, you know, uh, it, it's going to be fine. Mid-April. Easy. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden all these shows start, started canceling. And then I kept going, well, you know, by June 1, surely we'll be back. And now as it's September and you're just praying for after Labor Day and all these things, and here we are after Labor Day, it's actually starting to open up. Before a real show, it was February 29th. So I did a third capacity show uh, late July outside of uh, in Georgia, out in the boonies, where the rules were a little relaxed. Mm-hmm. And I had people that drove three hours. Of course. Uh, they said, we came not only to see you, but we came to get out and do something semi-normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we had all the protocols in place. It was totally safe. And, uh, you know, is that, I'm actually calling it, you know, the Henry Cho, uh, COVID free tour. And <laughs> so I did a show, uh, at a small university Friday and the audience had masks. Oh my. First one I've ever done. I did it cause a friend of mine's a fate. Uh, I did it as a favor. A friend of mine's the head of student affairs and they're trying to keep kids on campus labor day weekend. And so at the last minute he got to say, Hey, you know, Henry, Henry Cho's coming Friday night. Then they had classes on Saturday and Monday yeah, just really. to keep yeah. kids on campus. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yes, it's been since the end of February 29th last time. Well, we we've talked about this Stand up comedy is the hardest thing in the entertainment business to pull off. Because it, it's such a tedious thing, and I would think masks get in the way of that. I know I see on your list of things coming up, I know that other comedians have tried the drive-up at a drive-through outside thing. You know, yeah. co- comedy outside just on any day is not great out in the field, amphitheaters, these kind of things. It, it doesn't work. <clears throat> and. It, it- and and there, there's that room, and there's everybody there, and there's everybody listening because you can't miss anything for comedy to work in the stand-up format. I mean, it, it's it's nightmarish. I mean, are are you getting the mask thing? I mean, I, I'm not making up. I think the mask would have would would throw you off. Yeah. Oh, 
Totally. I mean, I, it, it was totally crazy. And uh, it, it's the first time I've actually turned down other shows we could have pulled off uh, because of the mask ordinance. And uh, I just didn't want my audience to have it. And had my buddy, had it not been my buddy being in a jam and really needed me, I wouldn't have done that show either. But yeah, it was weird. I mean, it was, you know, it's hard. Like you just said, you know, comedy's hard enough. Even when everything's set up behind, for 100% success, there's still a 90% chance of failure. Yeah. Because uh, uh, in comedies, it is. It, it, you, you know, you have to be, you have to be a, almost a genius to do stand-up. I'm kidding. But, <laughs> I'm kidding. Not, not, not fully, but really close. Genius. Really yeah, close to being a genius. Genius or an idiot. So this outdoor stuff, it just doesn't work. And, you know, I've, I've toured with many uh, big name uh, musical acts and we do outdoor amphitheaters and there's 15,000 people and I'm playing to like the 500 in front. Yep. And then there's, you know, 14,500 walking around trying to find their seat by the time, you know, while I'm on stage. Yeah. And then there go there goes the beach ball out there in the yard <laughs> part of it. The yeah. grass. Oh, yeah, beach ball and a human being yeah. being tossed <laughs> around. But, you know, so all that stuff. But you go in those knowing that's the situation. And now that we're trying to do our own shows outdoors, these drive-in situations and parking lot, whatever. You know, I've talked to my my peers and my pals. uh, You know, we're we're just doing it to be able to do something. Um, It's we would definitely never go about it this way. I mean, there's a there's a big promoter company. I'm not going to say who it is who's out there buying all these drive-in properties yeah. in all these towns to uh, to start putting on these shows. And, and you know, 90% of their uh, client, uh, there's 90% of their people are music acts. And it works for music a lot better because, as you said, you can't miss a word in stand-up. Right. But I can turn to you and talk to you during a song, yeah. and it's not going to ruin it for you. Yeah. Or when I tried to see the Eagles that time, apparently a guy behind me can t- get a bulldozer to where it needs to be on the job site as well, right in the middle of I can't tell you why. But anyway, so, uh, I mean, he, he, I said, my goodness, he's he's really going to finish this call. He really he really is. Hey, step out. Bro. Then I found myself not listening to Timothy B. Smith and wondering where the bulldozer are going to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, comedy does not lend itself to distraction and comedy clubs can be enough trouble with people who don't know how to act. But when you get out in an open area, I mean, it just, it's the worst. Henry, I got to ask too, uh, is your zoom room also your bedroom? Is my what? Is your zoom room there where you're, uh, coming to us from? Is that your bedroom? It looks like your pillow back there behind you. Hmm. Uh, yeah, there, there's a good chance this is, yeah, that is a fellow. <laughs> no, this is the guest room and this is where, uh, I've been hanging out doing all my stuff. Cause there's, it, there's nothing else to do. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it's total 100% groundhog day. <laughs> How, look, is Amy, is Amy like going, Hey, uh, Find something when, to when, do. Are, when are you going to get back out there? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the crazy thing. So we've been married 22 years and, uh, and you know, I've never been home this much in 34 years. I've been doing stand up over 34 years. By the way, congratulations on your what is it? 24 and a half years? 26. 20, be, be 27 at the end of the year. Okay, 20 26 and a half years. <laughs> so I've been doing stand up 34 and a half years. Wow. Uh so I've never been home this much. So the first, you know, but but I do stay home and I 
I'm home more than most guys, I think, because of my kids and my and my wife and family. So I have been home at, you know, a week or two at a time, stuff like that. But then when it got to week four, uh, I was looking at Amy. And before I could even say it, she goes, you know, we've never been together this long. Since yeah, we've been married. and I hate to say it. She's thinking that's not the deal I cut. I married, <laughs> I married a comedian. Yeah, and I'm like going, yeah, you know, I haven't been in a hotel room by myself doing what I want to do <laughs> in a month. And it's driving me crazy. <laughs> Did you ever think so, about you, just going and renting a room? <laughs> yeah, I said, well, hey, why don't you go down to Hampton Inn? I heard they're cleaning them really well. <laughs> and uh, so what happened? You know, we got a a shack down down south of here and it's a little bitty place it, it hopefully sometimes the water's working sometimes it's not that kind of thing yeah so uh and she she was there like uh every week she would like i gotta go i said yeah you gotta go <laughs> yeah so she would be gone for three days and then we'd separate so that's how our marriage works is uh we're not. We're trying to spend as little time together as we can. Yeah, but, yeah. Bubba's heard me say this, and I think there's a country song. My wife said the same thing to me. She says, "I miss missing you." I miss that. Wow, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I miss missing you. We'll come back. We're going to tell you how you can see Henry Cho, and it's going to be in a comedy club. My goodness, what? it's live. It's going to be live uh, coming up September 11th and 12th. We'll tell you how you can see Henry next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes now past the hour, visiting with Henry Cho. Everything you could ever want to know about Henry Cho uh, can be found uh, in our show notes today at Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and dot com. I mean everything you want. Everything know. you want to know. And now all his secrets from over the years. Henry <laughs> will go back into one of the best comedy clubs in the nation, the Star Dome, in Birmingham, Alabama, coming up this weekend. Friday night, one show, seven p.m. local time. Two shows on the 12th, 6.30 and 9.15. And, Henry, this may be an unfair question. Any idea how they're going to handle that? Is this just going to be we're going to spread out a little bit? or, or yeah, you know? so the, the protocols are in place. So I, I, um, if, if they're doing it like they've done in the past, there'll be a, a temperature check at the, uh, as you enter. You can only enter with your party. Uh, once you get to your seats, then you can take your mask off. Uh, servers will have masks and will be bringing. And anytime you leave your seat, you're asked to uh, follow protocols. I don't know what they are. Uh, in sounds like in a restaurant. Now, can you remove your mask to laugh? Do you yes. Know? yes. So, so once you're at the table, you don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds really like going to a restaurant. You come yeah. in with it on, you sit down, take them off, you get up, put it back on. Right. That's exactly how. And, and they are going to be spaced seating. So I think we're doing a third capacity. So, uh, you know, it's, it's funny how these club owners work, though. You figure at a third capacity, the pay would be cut by a third, not by a half. How do you figure that one out? <laughs> well, you know, look. That's look. what we call club math. Yeah, I was about to say, nobody does uh, it better than Bruce Ayers. <laughs> yeah. I think he, he's got a different calculator. <laughs> he stayed up late on that math. <laughs> he's missing some beads or something. I don't know. Oh, that's so, funny. Uh, yeah, that's how we're doing it. So, uh, and we're doing a it, – it, it's going to be – as close to normal as possible, uh, we're going to be spaced from them. I have, uh, you know, my my guys are opening, and uh, I've been around them, 
uh, a little bit. So we're 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 we are a COVID-free group showing up to perform. <laughs> Although I will still wipe off that mic as soon as they hand it to me. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You might want I'm your own. I'm start traveling with my own mic. I yeah, think. Henry. Let me ask you this: Have you thought about this? If you are really funny and you kill, you may help to spread COVID and kill. Have you thought about yeah. that? Yeah, it's a double entendre. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm looking to to kill on every facet uh, of, of life. I'm, every level. Every level there is to help spread all the uh, spittle that I get coming out of people. Well, and, you know, Henry, thinking about the way comedy works, and, you know, Mickey Dean just passed away. We, we, uh, we, we, did, yeah. we did a tribute to him uh, on the Best of Show Friday and even went, that, went, went to the That fun- was a good thing you guys did. Yeah, and we got to go to the funeral. and But, you know, Mickey said it, and you're from the same, you know, genre is there's comedians that tell jokes, and then there's comedians that, that – I know we still write comedy, but you know what he meant. You report comedy, meaning you're, right. you're observa- observational. And, uh, and, of course, Mickey was, was one of the best at that. You're great at that. But it's hard to observe things if you're living Groundhog Day out every single – I mean, you, you surely have you added anything, like, from COVID? But, there, I mean, there's only so much you can add because our experience is pretty – I mean, it's pretty much the same environment every day. Yeah, you know, well, the, the other thing is, you know, you got to be very careful uh, with anything like this. You know, comedy is tragedy plus time. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the time's not over. We're still in it. Yeah. And I, I have some dear friends besides Mickey who have passed away, uh, you know, complications due to COVID. I have friends who have barely <laughs> recovered from the hospital yeah. and they were on respirators. And these are young men. Yeah, uh, you know, in their fifties and even younger, um, so it's it's not something that you can take a hundred percent lightly, um, like it's not happening somewhere else, uh, where it's a little easier to be less sensitive. So, and with the groundhog thing, I'm I'm telling you, it's it's the same old, same old, same old. So I'm I'm figuring I can tell the exact same joke ten times in the same show. And I got an excuse because that's all I've been doing. <laughs> well, but then we go back to this: what you said. I mean, it literally happened over the weekend. Uh, you know, we've all we've watched about everything. We, we, I never thought the streaming people would even say to us, "Back off, we got nothing else." <laughs> okay, yeah. we, we have nothing right. else to give you. And uh, so my 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 son, one of the ones that's that's working now, so he mentioned something about going to see Tenant. And I said, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's a great And, and he, he said, I went to see a movie. I said, where? Did you leave? Did you go to a theater? He goes, yeah, Dad, I, th- I think they're starting to open up. And all of a sudden, I get ecstatic. I'm willing to see any movie. I- I'm willing to say, whatever you have, I'll come. So hopefully right. the audiences will feel the same way. Like you said, uh, there's people that drove three hours to the one thing you did. I think people are like, please, please give us something to come to. Right. See, and that, that was the thing. The, th- the feeling back in June, July – was who's what's going to overcome what the people wanting to get out versus the people that are afraid to get out for obvious reasons. And now that we're in September, I think we're over the fear of getting out to a point Yeah, because we kind of know how to do things. We know how to go to a restaurant. We know how to go to the grocery store. We know how to go get our hair cut. Uh, It's become this uh, way of life right now. So I think, the desire to get out and do something semi-normal is overcoming any fears that we have because we do get out. We, we, we've been out. And my son went to the same movie. 
and uh, he and his buddies. And I'm like, you're going to prepay uh, tickets? He goes, oh, no, there won't be any problem. And, he, and there was. <laughs> no, there wasn't you're any right. problem. Yeah. Now, soon, there may be, there's plexiglass dividers in a lot of places. Problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he said it was a different experience, but at least he got to go. So I think you're going to have a very receptive audience. I think they're going to be excited. I think it's going to be uh, a really, really uh, live room, even with the spacing. So if you want to get your tickets now, because, you know, with spacing, you know, we're not going to have as many, uh, you can go now to uh, startone.com, Birmingham, Alabama, this uh, Friday, one show, two shows on Saturday. And then on, you'll see some other dates there at henrychocomedy.com. But there is a drive-in show in Shelby, North Carolina, near Charlotte. Got a virtual show on the 22nd. Then Louisville, Lexington, and uh, WLAY, the Shoals Theater, all happening in September and October. Thank you, Henry. Thank you, Henry. Good to talk to you, buddy. Y'all be safe. Thank you. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness. The Rick and Bubba Show. Yeah, let's go. 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. I do want to point you to Gabby, G-A-B-I dot com slash Bubba. Uh, Are you paying too much for your automobile and your home insurance? I mean, it is possible uh, that you're overpaying. Rick, how can I know? And how, 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 Rick, how, how, how? Can, how can I know? Well, go to GabbyGABI.com slash Bubba, and you're going to take a couple minutes. They're going to ask for some information about your insurance. They're not going to charge you anything, and they're not going to sell your information, anything like that. And what they're going to do is they're going to go to the biggest names out there, all the biggest insurance companies that offer automobile and homeowners insurance, and all the biggies will be represented nationwide, progressive, all state farmers, state farm travelers, uh, and the list goes on and on. So what you're going to do then, and you're going to see what you're paying, and then you're going to look over here at these other 40, and you're going to say, I see people that are charging less for the same same coverage. Or you may see everybody charging more or as much, and you realize, okay, I've got the best deal out there. But I'm telling you, our viewers and listeners are saving an average of $825 a year. And like I say, some saving more. That's just the average. So why don't you stop overpaying on your car and auto insurance, I mean home, homeowner's insurance, today? Let's be done with that. And just go to Gabby, G-A-B-I dot com slash Bubba. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Take about two minutes to see how much you're paying versus what everybody else would have you pay for the same coverage. You may be paying too much. All right, so we're, we're you know, a year America. You ready? Here we go. No. Bubba, the new uncivilized America, yeah, the mob is out there, and you know peaceful protests. We love that; it's an American right. But this this mob stuff, tearing up stuff, getting in people's faces, harming people—you mean breaking the law? Rick? Breaking the law, that breaking one? the law. Um, we're starting to see some of these images out there, and you know, I, I don't want to be put in one of these situations. Lord, please, uh, you know, uh, have mercy. I hope I don't get one of these situations. But have you seen? This thing, look at this right now. These mobs go over to people who are just trying to, you know, and I can't turn it up because they're they're cussing so much. But we're watching it now. On the, if you got the YouTube channel, you can see it. And there's people out at you know outdoor restaurants just trying to have a day to themselves. And if these people want to get out in the street and and not ha- harm anybody and protest, they certainly can. 
but they start screaming at people who are sitting there trying to have lunch or dinner. I, I assume this may be a lunch since the time of day it looks like. Kind of elderly looking. Yeah, and, they, and these are people, like you say, they're, you know, of course, the senior citizens are starting to look more and more like us. But uh, if you notice that, there's not <laughs> as much gap anymore. Now people come over to them, and they're not doing anything, and they're, they're drinking stuff on their table, taking their beer and, and drinking it and putting it back down and, and, and messing with their stuff. And now they're going to get up in their face and start screaming at people. And, um, and you know, I've seen some where they'll, they'll spill stuff, they'll, they'll mess with stuff on your table. And, you know, I, I want to think to myself, and I hope that, that I could have the kind of self-control to just sit there, let it go on, not cause any trouble. But i got to tell you, it, it, sometimes you, you're like, these people, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a way to break people from doing things sometimes, and that's if they have a horrible experience with it. Yeah, that one wasn't quite as bad as some of them I have seen where, you know, they were just, the people were up in their face screaming, and they were such a mob. I mean, that yeah, was I saw, two or three people. Yeah, oh, I've seen that uh, one too where they tell them. Yeah, you they, gotta, they're literally just pinned in. Now, at that point, I, I have to, for Rick, I think I have to get out of there. Yeah, mm-hmm. where they it's have. It's not disorderly conduct. Yeah, where you have, they're telling people to raise your hands up. So here, here's the yeah. kind of stuff you're talking about. Yeah, brother. you can't even eat outside. I mean, I mean why are we not arresting these folks? Uh, well, that's a great point. I mean, you if know, I went, if I went anywhere and acted like that, I'd be arrested. It's called disorderly conduct. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. Look, there's people tripping, falling, uh, trying to run them out. But um, I, I, well, I think you always try to get out of a situation like that. But you know, without uh, confrontation, if you can. But if you can't get away, I mean, uh, especially if you think your family may be in jeopardy, you. Uh, you know, Rick, I'm afraid I'd have to go raging bull on somebody. Yeah, see, now they're throwing my they're throwing my chairs up there on top of my table. See, see that guy with the skateboard. I would take yeah. that skateboard and I'd beat him in the head with it. Yeah, yeah, have that chair up is wrong. I mean, it's it, they're, yeah, they're, the mob may get me down and may beat me to oh, a pulp, no, yeah. but I, I'm carrying somebody out with me with a handful of something. Well, it goes back to they'll what, remember it the next day. I yeah. can assure you. Yeah, that. I won't be the only one. I may one. be in a hospital somewhere, but he'll yeah. remember it. Well, no, what you do, and y'all are making the right point is there's there's four or five people that'll have no really bad experience. Right. Because they'll be there when I'm already down, kicking me, you know, yeah, when I'm yeah, already sure, down. Sure. But Putting they'll be the in. but there'll be two, maybe three, that say I ain't doing this anymore. Yeah. 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 Because I'm gonna make their right. life miserable. Yeah. Yep. Because so, one of them will have an eye. Somebody be one eye. how about this? Somebody's yeah. gonna have a worse see, time than I'm unbelievable. Having. Yeah. And see so right here, Bubba like Now see right there, right there, they're outnumbered. So I you know, I think I can take them at that point. Yeah. See what I would do is I would get everybody at the barbecue joint. Let's all jump them. Yeah, and I, we got more numbers than they do. And let's give them a really good video. Hey, now. look, and we all got chairs, so everybody yeah. grab a chair mm-hmm. and let's and let's go to town. Let, let's 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 see if we can break their will. I'm to afraid continue we got to do barroom that. blitz, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you. Of course, the me- the media couldn't have it with the elderly couple uh, and Black Lives Matter walking up and, and drinking their beer, so they quickly spun it to where the couple invited them to come sit with them and have a beer, which the elderly couple says that's not true. They came in, took the beer, drank it. Uh, they said we can they, see it with their own eyes. They yeah. said that uh, that they're looking for them to clean the place up, an apology. Uh, and be uh, held accountable for their actions. Um, maybe no jail time, but definitely need to be responsible for what they've done. Yeah, like right now, they're disrupting this mm-hmm. restaurant's mm-hmm. ability to make a living. And, that, I mean, what good is that doing? That's only making everybody's situation worse. Yeah, well, some of the stuff they were chanting that we can't play, Rick, to your point, because yeah. it has so much cussing in it, it mm-hmm. was uh, blank the white people. 
uh, and they you built a false they, narrative. They built this system down with them and, and a right. number of other different things. So that's what they were chanting. So it looks like to me they just want to disrupt, look, create chaos, and make you, everybody run look, away. Look, I don't see how that's really advancing the cause. Plus, what they're doing is no longer protest. That's illegal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, your disorderly conduct there, mm-hmm. and, and the police ought to be involved in that. Well, which, which, yeah, like Helms' point, I don't know. And, of course, you know, the, these mayors have told the police not yeah. to bother them. That's why, Helms, that's why you don't see it. Yeah. So I would, I would rather law enforcement, who's highly trained, be allowed to do their job and to keep this orderly and let people protest, you know, in an orderly, uh, non-law-breaking way. But if the mayor says the police is not allowed to come in and help you while you're being harassed, pushed, or stolen from while sitting at a table, where they take your chairs and throw them, well, if the mayor won't let the law enforcement come and do the job that they've been trained to do, then I guess I have to do it. But whatever choice, right. I, whatever yes, choice uh, do I have? Uh, and <laughs> then you get into a much more dangerous situation, which is, you know. The, I guess that's what's it going to take. It's going to take somebody getting in, putting herself in that situation, probably getting killed at some point, and then they'll look at it different. Well, I don't know if you saw what happened in Kenosha. I know, I know. I mean, yeah. that, uh, hey, by the way, that that's what can happen. That's yeah. where it can get. Yeah. And, um, and you know, law-abiding citizens, a lot of times, sadly, you don't want to do that. But, you know, if you're allowed to be armed and, and you can you can solve it quick, I mean, you don't want to be in that situation. But, I mean, yeah, if you, you want to try to avoid if, it, but if you feel threatened, that that's a different deal. But even if you don't have that, you got a chair right there. Yeah. And, as you're, and, you know, because what would happen is, like, this person screaming and yelling or puts their hand on you or your wife or your children – and they may they may be able to speak clearly that time, but after I was done, the next time, and I probably I may be dead, yeah. but the next time, the person who was screaming at me would be screaming with no teeth across the front, right. <laughs> right. and then and then it, it maybe be a little whistle in there next time they holler, right, a little drool, yeah, yeah, because they won't have all their teeth. Isn't it amazing too? Uh, in the beginning of all this, all these protesters and looters and all this, they had they they tried to cover up their face to hold their, to to like hide their identity. Now, to y'all's point, because the mayors of these liberal cities have sent out these mandates that, hey, they can't be arrested or, or whatever, or, or, or they're, they're, well, they know if they're, they're, they're sent right in and right back out, out yeah. two hours later. Now no one's trying to hide their identity because yeah. they know that they're well, not going to be held accountable. See, that, that guy right there thinks, and he's telling everybody in the restaurant he has the right to be doing what he's doing, and he does not. No, he doesn't. Not even close. And that guy's you see the restaurant owner who, by the way, is, is African, a black man. Is, yeah. yeah, is African American as well. How, how do how do you advance the life of, of of black people when a black owned restaurant is being destroyed by black people? Uh, I mean, how is that advancing? That, and, does, and, that doesn't add up, right? And listen, and <laughs> it just th- doesn't. Well, and and this involved this mass thing, but talking about how everybody's getting on edge. You know, we had somebody get killed down in Chilton County. Over the weekend, over a mask argument at a Waffle House. I did not know that. I don't know if you've heard that story yet. I have not. It's, a, it's a doozy. Ooh. Wow. People got into it about the mask, and uh, it led to somebody getting killed. Which, you know, dying in a Waffle House over a mask issue is not the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but anyway, so it's uh, there's no rhyme or reason because chaos doesn't have any rhyme or reason. People are being violent and destructive just to be violent and destructive. Yep. And it's not going to take any narrative that you may or may not be able to legitimize, it's not going to change anything. It's just going to make the situation worse. We'll be back. We'll take your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
Nine minutes to the top of the hour, so um, we got an update, uh, which uh, is is not great news, but it's better news uh, from the Waffle House uh, shooting uh, in Clanton. As I was getting my information from Gary, of course. I mean, hey, you can't even go Waffle House, and uh, so everything was right except the good news is, as of right now, the person who was shot is actually still alive. Uh, their first report was that they didn't make it, but a family member said they did. But everything else was accurate. It was a disagreement over mass. Uh, it did start with someone pulling a gun. A person took the gun away from them, pistol whipped them. And then that person who was getting pistol whips, girlfriend, went to the car, got another gun, shot the guy pistol whipping her boyfriend in the back. And uh, so, and, but family members said the only bad information we had was that he had passed away. He actually has reco- is going to recover, they think. Still going to have some problems, but uh, is alive. So that, that part was incorrect. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, we go to the phones. Uh, Patricia is in Pinson, Alabama. Patricia. Patricia, you got 30 seconds on the program. Go right ahead. Uh, yes. I really don't think the churches are doing the job. They're supposed to prom- promote unity with us blacks and white folks. I have a cousin who's Italian forced to go to John Carroll. The nuns couldn't ha- handle him, so the priest tried to, and he ended up in rehab. They drank a lot of wine. <laughs> so much there. Goodness. <laughs> a lot of information to digest. That, that's somebody got the most out of that 30 seconds. <laughs> man, I'll tell you, that's the way to go right there. Oh, Patricia. Wow. To Jerry in Pinson. Jerry, go ahead, 30 seconds. Yeah, uh, I did want to go back on the thing in Louisville, uh, you know, the difference between uh, what's going on in a lot of other places is uh, I saw where Louisville already had a National Guard down there, so I think that's why we're not hearing a whole lot about that. Uh, I guess that's the difference between the states and who runs the states. No doubt. I mean, you look at even Detroit, which that's not a conservative place. We keep bringing that up. But that police chief was allowed to do his job, and he never allowed the rioters and the people that that are bent on violence ever grab any ground. And where you find law and order, you don't find this kind of chaos. And if law and order is asked not to be there or forbidden to be there, are not allowed to do their job, then you see chaos. It's not a complicated topic. Yeah, it's um, well, it's, it's pretty clear too. I mean, we have examples on both sides. It's just really how passive law enforcement is early on in this, based on what they're told to do. Steve and Huntsville. Steve, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Yeah, I was just wondering if, if I have a lot of under underlying conditions as far as my heart. If you're sitting there at a table, mm-hmm. concealed carry, and somebody mm-hmm. gets up in your face like that, not knowing whether or not they had COVID or not. Is that not somebody threatening your life? <laughs> would it not? Would it not be considered? Uh, you, you felt like your life was in danger. Mm, that, well, that, you, a jury would probably have to make that decision. Yeah, yeah. You, you have you have an argument there, but it might be a tough sale. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I think you probably just don't go out. Yeah, maybe not. Sorry, Greg's yeah. barking off. Yeah, Mike in New Jersey. Mike, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead, thirty seconds. Hey guys, how you doing? Good, great. If I'm out, if I'm out eating with my wife and my two sons, this is how this is going to go down. <laughs> Those guys come through the door, ranting, screaming, and yelling. The nine comes out from behind. My, I got it in my back waistband and gets put on my lap. Under the table, I tell my wife, my two boys, two boys who are also strapped, 
don't move off the table. Don't move. Don't go nowhere. Because you know one of them guys is going to come over there and yelling and screaming, and sooner or later they're going to put their hand on my wife or my sons, and then that's where it goes down. Yeah, you be prepared. You try not to use the force unnecessarily, but you're always ready. Mm -hmm. Make sure there's no innocent people standing behind that person. Right. That's all. Yeah, and that and this is we are, we're seeing this. This is how these things we've already seen it in Kenosha. I mean, we the, the this is this is not going to end well. You have the right to protest. You have the right to make your point. You don't have the right to harass people. You don't have the right right to go after Mike and his family in a restaurant. Uh, you don't have the right to do that. And if you do that, then you you reach a point where these people have a right to defend themselves, and they have a right to defend themselves with such overwhelming power that they won't consider them or their wife or children in danger. Right. No, you're right. Yeah, it's just... And I don't want it to be like mm-hmm. that. I mean, I don't want it to go there. That's not worth a protest. Yeah. And, and two, the people who at one time was protesting now turn to rioting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're only helping what I think is their political enemies by doing this. And you have seen this change in the polls dramatically. Um, and it's it's continuing a trend. So... You're not helping your case by doing it. I know that uh, that doesn't mean anything to somebody that just wants to uh, go out and cause uh, destruction, but uh, you're not helping your case. You're a distraction to it, actually. You are. Louisville checking back in again. Hey, Terry, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Rick. Or ma'am, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I just wanted to set it straight that Louisville is under a Democratic mayor. Kentucky is under a Democratic governor. And no, we don't normally have the guard because when Brianna Taylor's protesters first started, they were having problems. And then they brought in the National Guard and then they thought, oh, that's too intimidating. So they got rid of them again. The only reason the National Guard was in was because it was Derby, because they're always here yeah. at oh, the Derby as mm-hmm. well as FBI. And- oh, okay. makes sense. Okay. Yeah. The Derby brought in more security. Mm-hmm. I got you. Lynn and Locust Fort. Lynn, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, guys. Um, I haven't been able to hear y'all show a lot today, so I just wondered if y'all had said anything about the best pro shop shooting over the weekend. Um, some guy supposedly got off PC rounds, and uh, they ended up tasing him. It's in Spanish Fort, Alabama, I think. No, I haven't heard no, that. No, not, not up on that at all. Yeah, Bass Pro Shop, there was somebody that uh, brandished a weapon, and they had to bring him down with a taser, did you say? Yeah, they said he got off 50 rounds, and the police chased oh. him and mm. got him down. I've only seen one thing on it, and that was an AL.com. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm we're, looking at that we'll, now. we'll look at that yeah. now. No, I hadn't seen it. Danny's in Kentucky. Danny, go ahead, 30 seconds. Danny. Yeah, we got to figure out about the Losey scandal of Salon. What really happened on that, she's outside getting her hair done, and she had to go tinkle, and she forgot her defense. Maybe she escorted her to the bathroom. That's all it was. <laughs> Danny. Danny. Randy in Huntsville. Randy, go ahead. Gentlemen, how are y'all? Hey, good. Y'all may have hit on it. If you have, I apologize. We're 50 years old, the same age as you guys, a little bit younger, played football. Think of this. Did you see the touch the interception celebration of the college football this weekend? I did not. Didn't, no, I, I didn't even see nope. a game. The new one was they went to the sideline and popped confetti, pop guns, <laughs> held up signs that it's a party and dance. <laughs> I have not seen that. What has this world come what, to? What us? game was that? Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a time yeah, out. The mystery. So I see Adler <laughs> putting up some news footage. 
from the Bass Pro Shop thing. So he did not, luckily, did not hit anybody, but he did get off get off several rounds, uh, dozens of rounds, and just I walked I walked up and started shooting at Bass Pro Shop. Yeah, and uh, he has been booked into the jail there where where it was at. Nobody got hit. Mm -hmm. No, luckily, and they brought him down with a taser. Thanks for being with us. He intended on a mass shooting. That's what he was there for. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Well, fortunately, it did not was not successful. Hey, if you leave us right now, have a great day. If you got more Rick and Bubba, Lord willing, we'll have more right after this. Find out all the ways to get it at rickandbubba.com. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.